And we're live, baby. We're back. MMA Uncensored Live, episode 10, and it's good to be back. Special thank you to Gilbert Burns for being on the show last week, and a congratulations for his big win over Tyron Woodley. And now he is the number one contender for the welterweight championship, so that's going to be an amazing fight to see when it happens. Um, also want to give a special shout-out and thank you to Catalina Hager, uh, for being on the, the show last week as well. We had a great time. Uh, so make sure you tune in if you haven't already to episode nine. Uh, but we're back, baby. Uh, do us a favor. Subscribe on YouTube. Very important. MMA Uncensored uh, on YouTube. You'll be able to see all of the interviews that we've had, past podcasts, some original content, uh, and stuff like that. And you can also follow us on Instagram, uh, at MMA Uncensored, double underscore. We're approaching 400,000 followers thank you guys so much for your support from the bottom of my heart thank you so much because it's so important uh that uh we give you the best content we possibly can if you have any suggestions uh if there's any guests that you want us to reach out to so we could get on the show please dm you know be happy to uh you know to accommodate best we can um and also do me a favor drop comments in the chat uh, we got a really special guest coming on, uh, and I can't wait to introduce him to you guys. It's going to be a lot of fun tonight. Um, he is the number one ranked bantamweight in the UFC. Uh, he's the owner, uh, I believe, of a 13-fight win streak professionally, also the inaugural bantamweight champion back in World Series of Fighting, now PFL, uh, Marlon Marais. So it's going to be uh, a really good interview tonight. He'll be up shortly. Um, but yeah, uh, a lot of stuff going on in, uh, in the MMA world and, uh, you know, Conor McGregor obviously made a post today and, uh, he, he looks like he's ready in fight shape. So I'm real curious to see, uh, who he's going to be fighting. Who do you guys think Conor McGregor is going to take on next? I'm very curious about that. Uh, so drop a comment and let me know who you think. Uh, but he was looking pretty swole today. He was like, looked about 175, 180 in that picture, man. Uh, Everybody's trying to guess his weight and figure out where he's at, but uh, dude's working out. He's ready, man. Uh, that you know, obviously that Gilbert Burns fight with Tyron Woodley, unbelievable. I think UFC is is really doing a great job. Uh, we're getting these fights out and entertaining the fans. Uh, but Gilbert Burns, he he dominated the fight. You know, plain and simple, he dominated the fight. He looks great, and uh, you know, it is what it is. He's he, Victor says, Connor is always ready to fight. My dude, they represent. Yeah, yeah, he is, man, for sure. I'm definitely curious to see uh, who, who is it going to be next. You know, they're talking about Anderson Silva. That was big, big news that went viral a couple of days ago. Uh, Anderson Silva, Connor McGregor. Uh, what do you guys think about that? I'm thinking, uh, why not? It's a money fight. A lot of people are going to pay to see it. Anything could happen. It's still a fight. So I, I definitely would like to see it happen. So we'll uh, we'll definitely see how it goes. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, there's been uh, there's been a lot of good things going on uh, professionally. I'd like to I'd like to see professional boxing get back for sure. You know, uh, one day at a time, I guess. But UFC right now they're they're really uh, streamlining this thing. Uh, Joshua says rematch Khabib or another Diaz fight. Anderson Silva. Don't have it, man. Okay. Hey, still good fights too. Uh, the Khabib fight, eh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, is it worth a rematch? Uh, the Diaz fight, the trilogy? Hell yeah. I definitely want to see that trilogy happen for sure. I think the whole world want to see that. I think it would be great, you know? What's up? Oh, Josh Bourgeois, my man. 
What up, brother? We got to do an IG live, man. You got to follow this guy right here, guys. This is a bare knuckle fighter in BKFC. Uh, so check him out. We'll do a, I'd like to do an IG live with you, bro. We got to amp it up because uh, bare knuckle fighting championships coming up uh, June 26th. I believe it's going to be in Plant City, Florida, which is a little town in Tampa. Uh, so that's going to be going down. It's going to be a pay-per-view, and I'm looking forward to it. I haven't heard anything yet about a card being released on that. I haven't heard anything yet at all. I I'm still trying to get uh, to see if I can get my uh, media passes for that. But I think, it, you know, with everything going on with COVID-19, uh, you know, a lot of these uh, promotions have to take proper precautions. You know, UFC's done a fantastic job. I think they're the model for everybody else coming up. But – uh, it's, you know, it is what it is. I think everybody's just trying to piece it together as they go. You know, Josh, it's stacked. Do you know something, Josh? Do you know if there's a, if there's a card, did you hear anything? Drop it, bro. Drop it right now. You're pro making that promise, baby. Drop it. What do we got? Tell me. I want to know. I think, uh, I know there's, there's been a lot of back and forth with Dat Nguyen and Johnny Bedford. Because uh, Johnny Bedford's the uh, 135 champ, and he's also the Police Gazette champ, which is the oldest uh, boxing championship built in the United States, which is pretty crazy. Uh, but uh, Johnny Bedford's got that strap, and he's supposed to be taking on uh, Dat Nguyen, uh, who's a really good boxer. And he had a sick knockout at, uh, what was that, BKFC 9 or 10? 9, because yeah, we're going to be doing 10. That was – no, it was 10. It was 10. It was in Fort Lauderdale. I was there for that. That was pretty sick. That was a sick knockout. Blood shot up on the camera. Wow. Crazy. Crazy. So now he's got the shot. So I think Abby Velasquez is going to fight 10. Thank you. Abby Velasquez, I think it seems like he may be fighting Reggie Barnett. Reggie Barnett came off a win. He was in the prelim, and then he moved over, and, and now it looks like he's got that fight against Abby. That's the way it's looking. I don't know if it's gonna happen on the same card, but these are the these are the things I'm hearing. I also I'm gonna take a stab at it, but I think um Chris is gonna fight at the next card, and I think he's gonna fight um uh Henry. I think Quentin Henry. I think he's gonna fight him. Kevin Smith in the house. What up, dog? Bare knuckle representing Tampa right there, Kevin Smith. And also Smith Brothers Gym opening very soon. Kevin, when is the gym opening? I'd like to know. Uh, that's going to be in Tampa Bay. All sorts of mixed martial art training. Uh, I think, Kevin, you were even talking about Lethway training there as well. Well, having a seminar. We had uh, Dave LaDuke on the podcast a few weeks ago, uh, all the way from Canada. And he was talking about his uh, Lethway matches. And, you know, he's obviously the open weight champ right now in Lethway. Pretty sick stuff. Legal headbutts. Uh, first week of July. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, legal headbutting. And when you're the open weight champ, you could be the, – the, the way it is in Thailand, the, uh, the way it's been for many, many years, if you're the open weight champ, you could be challenged at any time and you have to accept that challenge. And you have, I believe, within one to two weeks to defend that title. So it's uh, it's a pre it's pretty brutal rules that they have there, man. He was telling us some crazy stories. You're welcome, Kevin. No problem. Without further ado, I got the man of the hour uh, coming in right now. I'm gonna get let him get set up first, get him all ready to go. But uh, yeah, guys. Um, so check it out. I'll, I'll uh, Kevin. I'll post something for you on social media. I'm sure Chris will as well. We'll uh, 
we'll give you a nice shout let everybody know when you're open and, and ready for business but i'm happy it's in july i'm happy it's soon and you made it through this crazy pandemic uh, so yeah we're gonna get uh while rice up right now he's gave me the heads up good to go let's bring him in hey how are you my friend sorry hey Marlon, how you doing buddy we got the kids and sometimes things doesn't go like we planned and i wasn't in a hurry i i made it sorry no you're good bro and i know how it is when you when you have kids man anything can happen bro so. i was ready like 7:55, ready to go and over some my son got something going but i'm here i helped my wife and we make it happen sorry Hell, all good man see fighters fight we fight to anything brother so uh, it's good to have you on the podcast, and, and thanks for being on, man. I'm super excited to talk to you and get to know you. Um, so first and foremost, man, I know there's a lot been going on. Obviously, you know the UFC. We've had uh, some ESPN Plus cards. We had we had a pay per view. Things are going really well. Um, for you, uh, you know, how do you feel UFC has been handling everything? Uh, you know, from behind the scenes. Man, thanks God, we are blessed. You know. Uh, a lot of people want to work, but they they they're having problems with work, you know, uh, not being able to open gyms and business like restaurants. But we we fight for the UFC, and we saw that Dana Dana White he fought for us, and he fought to to, to get the fights back. Man, it's it's business. It's normal. Well, he he he's doing that for money, of course, man. We we need money. Uh, the fighters, uh, they, he doesn't need money. We need more than him. He knows that. <laughs> but he, but he got that. I want to do this. You know, I want to put a show on. I want to keep working, and this is good for us. He's doing that for us, and I'm thankful. Thankful to the UFC, Dana White, all the the the, the guys that work for the UFC. They're working hard, and we seen that if you are organized and you plan and you have people capable to do what they do, you can do whatever you want. And this is what the UFC, they are doing. They are doing the shows. They put in the shows. The cards are being amazing. And we are home, but we are we are able to, to entertain. We are able to, to watch the fights. We love the fights, and we've been watching such amazing fights. Absolutely amazing. I mean, Dana White's putting some great cards together. We've seen some incredible fights we you know the overeem fight um you know we we've seen you know recently some some really good matches going on uh especially the the last uh the last espn plus card was it was great yeah man it's it's hard to, people when we see everybody oh we don't see guys now uh showing any anything that they are getting tired that they're not prepared but man we 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 want to give it back you know like the ufc what they did for us what the fans are doing watching so we want to put on a show we want to leave everything we have and want to make it work you know get in there give our best put on a show everybody's happy and we're working 100 percent. what was your favorite fight so far since ufc made the return gaichi gaichi fight gaichi and and tony ferguson my, my favorite fight I was amazing, man. Did you expect that uh, that outcome? Yeah, before the fight, I was a little, little, little afraid of how Gaethje was gonna deal with the, with the elbows and the, the clinch and the mm -hmm. grappling. 
that Tony was going to bring it on, but he he had, I think, in my opinion, one of his best performances. He didn't stay much in the pocket like he always does. And I think make him safe. He played a, a smart game. He fought very well, very smart. And he was very strong, hitting a lot of hard shots. And he put in a show, in my opinion, the best performance I've ever seen from Gage. Wow. Man's been working hard. I saw some... Uh... Uh, I believe your management. Are you guys on the same management? Yes, we are. I know Gaethje for a long time since we, since I think I met Gaethje uh, when we fought in Miami for the World Series of Fighting, probably World Series of Fighting 3, maybe 2013. Oh, wow. And we've been like fighting same cards and talking backstage, you know, fight week, good relationship. I have a lot of respect for his coach. Trevor Whitman, very nice guy, and and, and I want to thank him. He gave me very good pair of gloves, Onyx gloves, and I think one of the best gloves I ever wore, I ever wear. And they they they're doing great, man. They're doing great, and he's getting better. He keep improving, and I think I think I like Khabib, I like Gaethje. I think they both have very good game, very good game, but they're gonna have a it's going to be a tough fight, man. Very good fight for both. And I think who wins is the fans because they're going to watch a very good show. I agree with you 100%, Marlon. Uh, Gagey has definitely improved. He looked great against Ferguson. Uh, what was kind of crazy was that part in the fight where Ferguson kind of was like shaking his head off. It, you, you know what part I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah, man. It was... You could tell he got hurt pretty bad, man. Uh, yeah, he looked at her. I think it was a good stoppage, you know. Now, I, of course, I, I'm saying about Gaethje, about his performance, but I, I don't want to take the credit from Tony, you know. Tony mm -hmm. is like maybe 12 in, the, 12 in, in the row. Victories, amazing performances, always put on a show. Always fight, always game. If you're striking, he will strike with you. If if you're grappling, he's gonna grapple with you. But I think it was hard for him coming after this fight, and I think he he was training for 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 Khabib, and then over time have a, a big change. I think in the fight with Khabib, he he could do well, man. I think he he had very good game, especially from the bottle, and his jujitsu is no joke. So I think in the future Tony is gonna come back, and I think. He's, he's one of the best guys in the 155 division. I couldn't agree with you more on that. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm glad you, you're, uh, we're talking about this, but I'm really interested in getting to know you a little bit more, and, I, and I'm sure the fans as well. Uh, where did you grow up exactly? I grew up in the mountains in Rio de Janeiro. A lot of people say, well, I say I'm from Rio, and they oh, you're from the beach. You're from, But I'm not from the beach. Okay. I'm two hours from... From, from Rio de Janeiro city. I'm from Nova Friburgo in the mountains, the same town at São Barbosa is from. And I grew up there, you know, we, we I didn't have uh, a very wealthy um, family, you know, but my family, my, my mother and my father, they always work hard, bunch of works to, to feed my family. And I'm very thankful for the education I have and for the mindset especially for the mindset my mom and my dad, they gave to me. And that's how I grew up. I grew up there and I started to train there and that's, that's my life. Incredible, man. And when, uh, when did you move to the States? 
I moved to the States in 2011. Okay. I was, I think, 20, 21. And Edson was here in, in South Florida. He was he was teaching at this gym, the Armory, and and they, mm -hmm. Edson Edson just signed with the UFC. He was busy training, and he quit the teaching, and and, and opened up a, a spot to come here teach kickboxing. And and I moved to United States uh, with the hope to one day make to a big league. I was fighting kickboxing, jiu-jitsu, everything in Brazil. I had maybe four fights, five fights, MMA in Brazil, but I wasn't ready. You know, I was just fighting for fight because I, I never had an amateur career in MMA. I jumped on a professional, mm -hmm. but I, I jumped like to learn. I started to learn fighting and fighting professionally. But when I moved to United States 10 years ago, I was able to start to, to work on my toes and I started to learn wrestling and it was a very good opportunity for me. And I knew coming here, I was going to be close to, to the big leagues and uh, I would have some opportunity. And that's what happened. Incredible, man. I love hearing stories like this. You know, a lot of people that I talk to from different countries and they, the goal is to, uh, to be successful. And, you know, whether it's in your home country or in the United States, that's the goal. So, uh, you know, hats off to you, man. That's, that's really awesome. But how old were you when yeah. you started the fight? Of course, it's, it's tough, you know. We had a lot of problems going up, growing mm -hmm. up, and then everything. But I don't need to say all the tales, you know. I I had my hands and I had my legs and and I had a dream and, and I and I I just always fought adversities. And I moved here and I worked hard and I worked my way up. And thanks for all the problem I have growing up, make me stronger and make made me who I am today. And I start fight. I start my first fight was a kickboxing fight. I fought. I had a fight. I was ten years old. Oh wow! Yeah, ten years old. And then, then I start to compete in the regional leagues. You know, kickboxing like then nationally. And then over when I was fourteen, fifteen, I start to do jujitsu because I already I already knew uh, the MMA was growing. But not not much money, not like as a as a as a work for a for a light guy. But because I knew I was like 35, 45, so when when I started to do MMA, I just did for the passion. I ne I never thought about money. I never thought about live off this. And nowadays it's hard because a lot of people they just see the money, they just see the belts, the the fame, and they start with the wrong mindset. I did because I, I, I start because I love it, because I like it, because that's something make me happy. And yeah. this is what you got to do, you know. Don't do this for money. Don't do this for anything because that's not – at some point, it's not going to be fun. You couldn't say it any better, man. I, I You know, I talk to a lot of people, and, and I hear that sometimes. You know, I want to make money. I want to get famous and this and that. It's like if you're not passionate about something, it's never going to work that way unless you love yeah. it. Definitely, definitely. It's tough. It's tough. You you do something that you really don't like. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter how much money you're gonna make. One day, even if you're making money, you're not gonna wanna do anymore. All right. I got some uh questions are popping in like crazy for you, man. So uh I got one question from Kevin Smith. Um he said, Who took care of you at the Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship in Fort Lauderdale and how did you like it? Man. 
the bare knuckle was one of the best experiences I had in my life, like fighting. Because we've been watching MMA, I mean, I've been watching, we all, we all were, like all our lives. And we know how it is, we know the emotions, the feelings. Mm -hmm. But when I was in a bare knuckle fighting, man, that was something like, man, I never see this before. It's, it's, it's crazy, man. It's, it's a scary feeling, but for a fighter, it's a good, scary feeling, you know? Mm -hmm. And you know you're safe, but you're, and, and Kevin got me very good seats. I was very close. So I, I could, I could hear the, the bones, hitting the bones. And man, it was good. It was, was very fun. One of the best experience I had. Thank you so much. I hopefully you guys keep doing shows and I know you are. Yeah, I was, maybe, I was at, maybe, and maybe one day I want to do one there for sure. I want to get in there and I want to test myself. One day, yes, I'm doing one. Wow. You heard it first here on MMA Uncensored, baby. Marlon Rice, bare knuckle in the future. <laughs> one day. That's awesome, man. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I was at 10 also. It was dope, man. Like, I wish I ran into you there. I would have said what's up to you. But uh, it was cool, man. It was an exciting experience. There was some great fights. The fans love it. And uh, they're coming back June 26th. I love the fights, man. The fight, one of the fights, this Thai guy, very good, very good boxing. I like actor fight was very good. He mm -hmm. started a little down and then he got better. He picked up, he kept, he kept the pace. And Palomino fight too, very good boxer. Yo, you saw that he, spinning punch? He had, he had a very, very, very good opponent. His opponent was a good boxer. And he still was able to outbox the guy. Palomino looked great, fast, speed, box. Yeah. Yeah. Very good, very good show. Yeah, he fought Elvin Brito from uh, Puerto Rico. He's a boxer, right? Yeah. Very good, very good, very good show. Yeah, it was excellent, man. And then I got, yeah, man, you got a lot of fans, brother. I love it. So uh, here we go from, from Cody. Uh, what's the mo who's the most difficult opponent? And he's a big fan. Who's your most difficult? Definitely Henry. Definitely Henry. my fight with Henry. You know, I, I face adversity in the way that I, I could not get back in the fight. And definitely he was the toughest opponent and mm -hmm. the smartest, you know, because he used the momentum and he didn't let me get back to fight. I was definitely ready. I was prepared. We always we always have in the fight, in the five round fight, you got down moments, you know, like yeah. everybody getting there, we get tired, we recover, but we keep fighting. But I, I couldn't get back. He got me where I, I could not get back. And when I start to go down, I, I could bring myself up and I didn't have a break. So he, he did perfect. He implement what he thought about mm -hmm. and heads off for him. Great champion. Just retired, but I was looking Crazy. for another. I was looking for another shot, another opportunity. But mm. unfortunately, it's gonna it's gonna be with another one. Yeah. What did you think of uh, Triple C retiring? At some point, I think he's smart. He's doing. Mm. He did everything. He did everything in wrestling, and then he did everything, ever more than everything in MMA. Mm. And now it's hard for him to 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 see another another like another equal you know another guy to get in there like to equally bring 
what he's bringing to the table, you know. Mm-hmm. Right now, we can take from him way more than he can take for anybody in the division right sure. now. Maybe in the future, one of us going to accomplish something, going to have a, a good strike. Maybe we never know. Fighting is a fight. Maybe TJ Dolashaw could get back. We never know. True. And he could see a challenge and, and people would pay for him to come back. And I think for right now, I respect, you know, I respect yeah. him. He, he beat me and, and I respect him for what he did. But I'm, I feel sorry. I feel bad not getting another opportunity. You know? yeah. I'm sorry, bad. Yeah, uh, that was a good fight. Um, but yeah, he's done. And now... You know, you had the fight with Aldo, split decision. You took the win, and I heard now Aldo's got a title shot. Yeah, man. Um, I wasn't. I I didn't know. Uh, I thought I wasn't gonna fight for the title. I thought they were gonna match up uh, Peter Young with a Sterling, hmm. and probably I was gonna get uh, Corey Sandhagen. And but over some Aldo's back in the picture, you know. They bring him back. I, 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 I could understand Henry taking Aldo because not understand, but we, we keep hearing, keep hearing, and like I got it, okay? You wanna beat this guy, this guy was a legend, so I got it, you know. But right now, you know, I, I just can't see why they doing that. Why? Because Aldo is a big draw, he never been a big draw. Why? Because Aldo have a big fan base in Brazil, yes, but half the people think he deserve half, don't think, you know. And is he is he gonna make make Peter Young famous? I don't know because Peter Young is such a good fighter. Maybe he's gonna beat Aldo, and everybody's gonna say again Aldo's done. Mm. I don't know. I I can't understand much, but they do what they what whatever they wanna do. Mm. I have to respect, keep fighting, and work my way up. One hundred percent. Did you feel like when you heard that? Did you, did you feel like upset that you got? Did you feel passed over that you should have had that shot first? Man, I was pissed because I lost I be my too. opponent and my yeah. fight. Not because I lost the title. <laughs> title shot. I'm gonna get that. I yeah. I I will be there again. Yep. At the at the right moment, but I want to fight Peter Young. We were working hard to fight him, and we we put two months of work in training. And he's a tough guy. He's a very tough opponent. And I was looking forward for the challenge, you know, to see mm-hmm. what's what was going to happen. I knew I could finish him. I knew I could pull the upset. But now I'm going to have to wait. It's good for me. I'm going to be mm-hmm. better back for him. But we'll see. We'll see when that, that's going to happen. 100, man. I can't wait to see it because I know that's going to be awesome once you get in the ring. And... Dude, you got a lot of knockouts under your belt. What was your favorite knockout? I like my my knockout uh, with uh, with Tyson man and the World Series of Fighting Two. Mm-hmm. And I was I was coming as a dog for that fight. He just beat uh, Eduardo Dantas in Brazil, knock him out like first round. And I was able to to mix mix it up and and land the head kick. I think that was was a good. So it was good on me, like mixing it up and finishing with the head kick, and, and I was I was happy with that sh- that head kicking and the way I I find the knockout was was very good, and I think that's one of my best and favorite knockouts. 
awesome, man. That's awesome. I got uh, we got big country. He said, uh, if you th- uh, ask him if he thinks cutting weight twice the way Tony did affected his overall performance. Yes, I do think so too. I felt a little, little like a little off, you know, not Tony like that we seen in the cage before. I think Tony, uh, man, he's one of the toughest guys I ever see fighting. And I like to see him with a full camp, you know, full camp, you know, having mm-hmm. he had a fight with K. He already fought Keiichi. I want to see him fighting either one, Keiichi or Khabib, and with a full camp and, and not cutting away twice definitely can affect you. And he, he's going to look way better. Yeah, absolutely, man. So um, I got uh, Chris also had some questions. He couldn't make it tonight. You know, tonight's Chris's birthday, and uh, he's out partying. He's probably about six or seven drinks in right now. He shouldn't be partying with all this coronavirus thing going on. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you before I get to Chris's questions, like, how how have you been training with the COVID-19? Like, what has top team been doing to, uh, to keep everybody, you know, training and, and staying in shape? Or what have you been doing personally? Yeah, I don't regret it. But I was telling my wife, I risked my wife, I risked my five years old son, my year, I have one year old son. I risked them both like every day, man, because we were training. I was cautious, you know, but I was in the gym, but I could not prevent myself. I could not stay home. I would never train for a fight, staying home, or just training by my own. I, I would never lie to myself. Every time I step in the octagon, I feel like I did more than, than I could. And that, that's what I was doing. I was going to the gym every day, twice a day. But the ATT, they, they took care of us. We had coaches. We had small groups, different times. They did good, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and I was risking every day, but I knew I was doing the best way I could. Yeah, I know everybody's got different, you know, things that they've been doing. I, I've seen fighters at home training in their living room, setting up bags, and, you know, everybody's doing whatever they can to stay in shape. So, uh, yeah, man. I mean, top team, too. I mean, they're, like, you know, one of the number one gyms in the world, man. And they, you know they're going to bring it. You know they're going to set things up so you guys and girls can get back in there. Yeah, it was good. It was good the way – uh man it's it's crazy because a lot of people say about dan lambert you know like oh he owns the gym but man i think he bleeds the gym too because <laughs> i told the guy i said man dan was there every day every single day wow man i bet dan lambert got way a lot of business a lot of things going on with his life his family and that guy was there every day whole i know i was there every day i just didn't miss one day of training hmm. i see dan lambert every day in the gym thanks for him and seeing someone like like dan lambert like the owner of the gym like that every day pushes all of us you know we see yeah. that we have someone that really take care of everyone it's incredible man yeah I, you know you got to be passionate again, you know, about what you do. So if you're there every day, you love what you do. It's that's it, you know. So you guys are lucky for sure. Yeah, man, it was was amazing. See him every day, 
with the coaches, with the managers. He was there getting stuff, getting things ready. We he just he changed all the mats in the gym, taking care of the gym, getting like the cage fixed. Man, was was good. Was was very good life experience, you know. This is why I said I want to fight during this whole pandemic pandemic because this is a life experience, you know. I still want to tell tell everyone that we were going through all this and I still got to fight, you know. True. And speaking of which, who who do you really want to fight next? Who's in your crosshairs? Man, I I I don't have a name because yeah. the name I wants to fight was Peter Young. Okay. I think Peter Young is one of the best guys in the division, and I want to fight with the best. I want to test mm -hmm. myself with the best. If you want to take just a fight for take, you know, I don't don't want. But right now, I'm in a position that. All top five, top six guys are booking, and I already told Sean I want to fight, mm -hmm. and I want to be in the in the cage in the same day they're fighting for the belt because I want to let everybody know who's next, and that's that's guys in the picture, mm -hmm. and I hopefully someone put in a great performance, someone on the top ten, and I can get a fight on, and I can get a victory. And I, I told, I said, if if they want to make me fight. <laughs> with uh dominic cruz makes sense yeah. he doesn't have he doesn't have a fight he's a top top 10 guy former champion and makes sense if if they think this is the fight and and dominic accept i already said i want to fight him but he didn't say anything but if you want to fight you still want to fight and you have the number one guy in the world talking about your name saying your name out there yeah. Might be an opportunity for him. We never know. Fights a fight. One shot ends a, a fight. And if you don't take opportunities, you don't challenge yourself, you won't get what you want. All respect to Dominic Cruz. He's a legend. Mm -hmm. But I don't understand why not fight me right now. I mean, I know the. I would like to see it. The fans would like to see it. Shoot. Let's call out. Again, I already did. <laughs> <laughs> uh we got another question uh ask him ask about training at renzo's gym in nyc amazing man amazing yeah. I've, been, I've been jersey for i was in jersey 2000 from 12 to, mm -hmm. to, to 19 i was there six almost seven years and i had very good opportunities very i made very good friends training best training I had training, very good training with Mark Henry, Ricardo Almeida, and I'm I'm black belt under Ricardo. Wow! And I'm under I'm under Hanzo, so I've been with Hanzo. I've been at Hanzo's gym. Was always they welcome myself. We always been treated very well. So funny be around Hanzo, and those trainings are are great. I've been there Mondays. Mondays one o'clock. Man, the mm -hmm. room. You can even see space, like maybe 80 guys in the mat. Very wow. good. And the gym's full. Maybe at least, at least, at least 80 guys. Nice. So you, did you switch off a lot with people when you were training there? So you guys, you never ran out of people to train with, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> That's and awesome. When we were, when we were going there, and we always train with, with I always train with the best guys, and and every time I, I, man, I went home today and I still didn't train with this guy. I went home and I still didn't train with that guy, you know. 
it's so many guys it's so much it's so many that they are all high levels all black belts yeah. Yeah, amazing great great experience that is awesome and something i wanted to ask you too so what was it like for you you know world series of fighting now pfl the inaugural bantamweight champ what was that like what do you mean sorry oh uh, you were the, the first bantamweight champ at, uh, uh -huh. yeah what, what was that like for you how was that experience it was good man it was yeah. amazing you know back there the show was small mm -hmm. like we, we 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 grow slowly but to hold the belt was good defend the belt was good become a champion being champion was a great opportunity great experience and i want to taste that again hell yeah now in the ufc baby yeah i'm on the, i'm on the right path only one second yeah go I, ahead brother would you mind if i just get the phone charger because i don't want to run go ahead of yeah i'll pop Give you off real quick less than a minute you got it brother so We'll be right back. But, uh, guys, you got some good questions. So I'm trying to get to, to all the questions that are coming in. I got, like, multiple streams at the same time. So some questions that uh, you may see in your stream, you're not seeing in other streams. But I'm getting them all. So trying to accommodate you all. Uh, we'll have a great time right here talking to Marlon, man. He's a cool dude. And I think he's, he's coming back shortly. Uh, am I missing any questions? Let me see. Yeah, we got a couple over here. So I'm going to pop these up for him as well. And uh, all right, and you're back. So you, you were saying about the World Series, you know, and yeah. about being the first champion was very good opportunity, like I said. And I, I, I love the taste, and hopefully I can taste again. Yeah, man, UFC is next, man. That's it. It's in your crosshairs, man. Uh, I, I while you were gone, some other questions popped up. Um. When you win the title, I like that. Are you looking to stay at 135 and defend or move up to 145? Man, people are tired of this double champ thing, you know. People <laughs> want to see that belt on the line more times. And I promise everyone that likes to watch me fight, if I, if I ever win the championship, we are going to put on the line many times because nice. that's what I, what I want to do. I want to fight. I don't want to get in there, win the championship, and take a year off, start to say I hurt my foot, I need hand surgery, elbow surgery. <laughs> this is what everybody does. They win the belt. Man, we all injured, but I'm, we all got to hold. We hold. When you end up your career, when you're older, you fix everything. But not when you're a champion. That's what everybody do. They they hide themselves behind the belt. I don't want to do that. I want to fight. I want to win. I want to defend. And I want to lose. Everybody won. Everybody going to lose one day. Yo, I like that, man. You know, being a defending champ. I, I love it, man. I, I'm all for it. I mean, I, I was a fan. Now I'm an even bigger fan. I'm sold out for you. You know bro. what? You know what? It's, it's not just – it's not fair with – all the fighters on the top 10 rankings because mm -hmm. when you're number 10 and the the, the 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 champion is not an active fighter you never fight for the belt because it's hard it's you number 10 and then uh, the number two three four five guy gonna fight before you and you're gonna keep taking fights keep taking tough fights and mm -hmm. at some point you're gonna lose you know so being an active champion, you give opportunities to people 
that want to fight, that, that deserve, you know, and they want to test themselves. They might, not, they might not win, but they deserve the shot. They deserve the opportunity. 100%. Well said. Yeah. I, I'm with you 100% on that, bro. Man, I'm liking this people, episode. People, like, people can say a lot of things about yeah. John John, but John John yeah. is fighting. He's fights. always defending the belt. He fights at least twice a year. He mm -hmm. has his problems, you know, all those things. But as a fighter, he's a fighter. He, he defends how many times the belt, you know? We can't blame the guy. He did a lot mm -hmm. for the sport. 100%. Big fan of his. Uh, uh, this is a great episode. So many people interacting. Uh, uh, big fan. I have a question for Marlon. Who was his biggest influence to want to do MMA? Good question. My biggest influence, I think... I, I think I would say my coach, you know, from Brazil, Anderson, mm -hmm. and my jiu-jitsu coach, Marcelo, he always kept putting on my head, like, man, you got to do jiu-jitsu because uh, if you want to keep fighting, you have to do MMA. You can't yeah. do only kickboxing. And if you're not doing jiu-jitsu, you're not going to be ready. Okay. And he helped me for my first fight. I took a fight. Maybe in, in Brazil, it's not like here. You take a fight in eight weeks. Probably okay. I took a fight in like a month. And we trained for the fight one month, and and that's that's when I became an MMA fighter. That's what's up, man. That's so awesome, man. And then uh, who is your favorite pastime UFC fighter? I like it, BJ, man. I like it, BJ Penn. Oh, yeah. All the atmosphere, you know. Legend. Like, he just retired, and I can say his name. I like a lot of guys. I'm a big MMA fan. But I think BJ, he was he was a different individual, you know, like yeah. the atmosphere, the way he fights, the, the passion he had in the past. People can say that he 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 wasn't the, the, the guy that liked to train, but man, the talent he had yeah. when he wants to win, he was gonna go in there and he was gonna win, you know. Yep. He got a lot of loss, a lot of defeats now, but it's not BJ anymore. BJ that we saw. Back in the days, that BJ fighting with Diego Sanchez, man. Diego Sanchez was looking good. And he walked in there and he put on a performance and he finishes Diego Sanchez. Head kick and like, man, I didn't know you could head kick people, BJ. Damn, bro. It was like very good, very good, very good fight. Yeah, he drew so many fans in. You know, that's all that you, you heard was BJ Penn's name. You know, he, he was definitely a, a guy that... Is, is a legend and always will be a legend. He was a legend when he was fighting. Guy's a legend. Definitely, definitely. So Chris had some birthday questions for you. For, coming to you live from uh, the bar is uh, Chris LeBeau. But uh, first question, are you a fan of Conor McGregor? Yes, I, I'm not like a passionate fan. Like I will wear Irish flags, you know, and everything. But man, Look what the guy did for the sport. Look what the guy is doing. Yeah. Look, man, I, I seen he made a lot of mistakes in his life. But, man, that guy, he walks in the cage and he puts guy to sleep. He improves. He lost to Khabib. Yeah, he did. But, man, he improved, man. His wrestling was better. He, he was able to fight for four rounds with Habib. And, man, and now I see, like, Maybe last four or five months, I seen Connor doing a lot of good things, you know, like supporting people, 
doing donations and with all this pandemic stuff now, all this this racist talking, and I I see him changing, and this is very good for sport for the sport, and not just for the sport. It's good for for the for for all all people around the world because mm-hmm. seeing a guy that he's a legend in my opinion already he is a legend for the sport and the way he's acting now could be very good for all society 100% absolutely what do you think of everything that's been going on with the you know the protests the riots what are your thoughts on all this man i'm from brazil and in brazil we all black because my my father father Mm-hmm. He was black, you know. We, I got no problem, and I, I am. I grow up in uh, in the in the ghetto, and and the way I grow up, I see people as a people. I never notice the color of their skin, mm-hmm. and I see in America a lot of people looking different to black people, like acting like weird, treating bad. If you see a guy that's black, he's to see you look him live different. You know, some people scared, but man, we all the same. We all same. You know, I I don't see no difference. It's something that I won't even notice if I'm somewhere and I'm the only one white guy in there. I grow up, I was one of maybe few white guys in my my neighborhood, <laughs> and they're hurt. They're feeling, you know, but I just don't like the way they're doing. They don't need to hurt people. They don't need to break people' business. They just gotta do it in the right way. But to be honest, I don't know which which one's the right way. You know, that's yeah. It's it's a tough situation. I you know, is it gonna ever stop? Probably not. But uh, the only thing we can control as people is how we treat each other, right? That that's where it begins. It begins here. And I, and I just hope for the best, man. I mean, I talk to so many different people. I'm friends with so many different people from all over. And I got nothing but love for people, you know? And it's just unfortunate. It really is unfortunate. And I see sometimes people like now, they posting pictures with black people. Man, you are being, don't do that. It's not good. Just keep Why it real. Why you do that? If just it's normal, it if it's normal, if if you, you, you feel you're the same, why are you posting a picture hugging a black guy you know like man i know you're supposed to act normal like nothing is happening right it's it's i think it's it's people's fault you know they think they're doing something good but you are hurting even more yeah yeah i i i'm with you on that i agree with you on that but uh getting back to uh chris's questions uh but thank you for your words because it's true you know we all the same. My main, yeah. my main like message: people can say whatever they want. Oh, you're not black. I'm not, but my grandfather he was. Mm-hmm. So we all the same. That's nothing different, you know. And yeah. okay, you guys gotta fight for your right, but just fight in the right way. Don't hurt people and don't hurt people business. This is not the right way, you know. I see a lot of people fighting, protesting in the right way, but we see a lot of people. Uh, doing on the wrong way and taking advantage. This is not good. Okay, that's it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. You know, at the end of the day, we all came in this world the same way from our mama. 
right? They, we all can't, and when we're kid, little kids, especially, we don't know what racism is. You know, we're just kids. You know, that's it. So this we, is what I was. This is what I was saying. You just have yeah. to act like nothing's different. When you when you say, "Oh, I'm doing this, man," you already did. You, yeah. You mean you're different. One hundred. So would you uh, would you ever like to train with Conor McGregor? No, I don't want to train with him. I, I I prefer stand on the side, being a fan, and I wish him the best. I wish he he keep doing what he's doing. You know, that's it. One hundred percent. And uh, Chris also wanted to know: Is the UFC pay better with or without the Reebok deal? I don't know. You know, like because I know in the past. People, they were all making a lot of money, sponsors-wise. I, honestly, I was making way more money outside of the UFC with the sponsors. And I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I think it's being a talk now that Reebok deal might be up soon. Mm. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do and how how they're going to, they're going to, what they're going to do now with the, with the sponsors and what they're going to let us do. I think Nike gonna swoop in, bro. You think so? Nike, bro, they gotta have their hands on everything. They're a business, man. UFC is huge, so to have that that swoosh check on in the ring on the canvas, that's nice. I think so. You get old Nike gear, bro. They'll be shipping you shit left and right. <laughs> <laughs> Won't be bad, then. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. I wouldn't mind mind being sponsored by Nike. Hell, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Maybe Jordan. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, hey, man. You never know, brother. The way you jump up and, and catch air when you jump on top of the cage, bro, I think you should get a jump man on your back. Yeah, that's good. Sounds good. Let's see what they're going to do, but they, I think they will definitely get another company. Mm. Yeah, that would be interesting to see what happens, man. So what are, you, uh, what are your plans for the rest of the week, brother? Train, keep training. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited for this weekend for the fights. That's a lot of bantamweight guys fighting. Yep. And I'm looking forward to see what's going to happen. And if somebody's going to be left for me, you know, I want to I fight somebody. I want to get a fight. Which fight are you looking forward to the most this weekend? I, definitely Sterling with Sandhagen. They're okay. two, two guys up there. Co I think they're co-main event, right? I believe so. Main event, believe they deserve so. that status. If not the main event too, but it's hard. Amanda's it's a hero now, what she's doing. And the their co-main event, big fight. Mm -hmm. uh, stocks big, you know. And we'll see. We'll see what happens. And I think Sterling is good. Sandy Hagen is good. Mm -hmm. We just got to see who's going to be able to implement that game plan, you know, and, and win that fight. 100%, man, 100%. Any final words, any shout-outs you'd like to give to anybody, sponsors? No, thank you, man. Thank you oh. for the opportunity, you know. And the pleasure to be here with you, share a little bit. Yeah. And and I got to know each other more. Yeah. And, and knowing your podcast, and I know you guys got a lot of followers. And I, I can't, I can't thank you enough. It's, it's just, I'm just thankful, you know. It's important for us as a fighter, as a fighters, 
have a, a platform to, to to tell people, get people to know us a little bit more because mm -hmm. they only see us in the cage. A lot of people don't do social media and this stuff, but they yeah. they they listen to the podcast, they talk. So it's it's good. It's good to let people know what I'm doing, what I'm training, how I'm training, and and who I am. Yo, you definitely gained some fans tonight from from this podcast for sure. Me, probably number one, uh, huge fan. But I, I tell you, man, you know, for me, like I love doing this podcast because I, the fighter's story is the best story. You guys and girls, you 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 sacrifice so much of your time, your your bodies, uh, your family. You put in so much work to just get in and compete, you know. And I, and I, it's so important to me that the viewers get to know who you are outside, you know, the octagon. Yeah, you were just saying that. I want to share something if you're yeah. not. You, no, you keep like, going, baby. Ain't minutes. no time. Man, I, the fans need to understand what we do. It's, of course, we get paid, but, man, we love to fight. We are doing something that we really love. One day, I was at ATT, and I was I went to train, but – Sometimes at night, I don't check social media, I don't read, I don't see anything. And I got to the gym, I see everybody like sitting, like heads down, like sad, maybe four or five guys. And I said, I, guys, what happened? Why is everybody like that? And man, the UFC got canceled. We, we're not going to have fight. The fights, remember April 18 yeah. got canceled. Yeah. And that was before April 18, like fight week. Everybody like ready to travel, people excited to, to fight. And I was like, man, that, that's crazy. Everybody, man, like guys, they they were sad not to be able to fight. And that was something that I see that it's more it's important to share to people that we are doing what we love, you know. Yeah, you guys are. You you definitely are, man. Yeah, I was sad to see it get canceled too. Like every other sport, you know. I'm a huge baseball fan. I haven't watched baseball, you know, so the, everybody suffers. The fans suffer. The fighters suffer. But uh, for me, man, like I was super excited to have you on the podcast tonight because, you know, I'm a big fan of what you do in the ring. But for me, it's exciting to get to know you outside of the ring. And now that I know we're we're practically neighbors, man, I love to to shake your hand and, and meet you, man. We gotta we gotta we gotta hook up, link up, and go for a lunch together. Let's do it, man. I, I, own, I know. Good... I own you a lunch. We're gonna go. We're gonna go eat something together. Oh my man! Hopefully, well, hopefully I get a fight and we go eat some salad. All right, well I'll eat a salad with you, bro. I won't. I won't put anything crazy on it because I don't want you smelling it and getting tempted, bro. So I'll stick to a salad too. Cool, cool. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much, man. Thank you, Marlon, man. Absolute pleasure. You're a gentleman, a class act, and it was my honor to have you on tonight. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. I'm gonna. Can I hang right here? Go ahead, brother. Oh, thank you, buddy. Have a good night. You too, brother. Everybody, the man is classy. The man is great. If you weren't a fan of Marlon, I'm sure you're a fan now. What a great guy and uh, absolute honor to talk to him. He is such a great fighter. Great. And he's definitely going to be hes going to be a champ one day. There's no question about it. If you haven't seen his fights, check it out. Go on YouTube. Guy's got, I mean, knockout after knockout. Uh, just, just, I mean, he's jacked out. For 135, he don't look 135. This guy's jacked out. But he, he, he's a great fighter. 13 consecutive professional wins, uh, inaugural Bantamweight champ in uh, PFL, which was uh, World Series of Fighting. 
And, uh, you know, he, he fought some greats, Jose Aldo, Triple C. Uh, so he's right in the mix. He's uh, the number one ranked uh, bantamweight in the world right now in the UFC. Great, great, great guy. And I definitely will have lunch with him 100%. And uh, that'll be a lot of fun. I look forward to that. So I want to thank you guys. Uh, I don't have a second guest tonight. Uh, we had, did a couple of little shuffling, a little scooting, you know, and we had to figure things out. But I'm so happy again that Marlon was on, and I wish him the best of luck. I want to thank all you guys, all my listeners, viewers that have been tuning in and being a part of the experience. I love it when you guys ask questions, and I love it when you guys participate. It's just fun. You know, I want it. I don't want it to be just, you know, you're watching something. I want you to be a part of it. I really, truly do. It's just fun for all of us, right? We get away from the world for a little while. We got an hour or two hours to kill to just kind of reset our minds and get our, 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 our eyes off of stuff that's going on right in the world and just uh, find a little peace, you know, in just a simple conversation and get to know some cool people along the way. I want you guys to be a part of it all the way, all the way through. Hit me up. DM me. At Joe Miggs on IG, I try my best to answer everyone. Tell me who you want to hear from. Tell me who you'd like to see. I want to do it for you guys. I really do. Chris wants to do it as well. Uh, we're in this thing together. Uh, we're growing daily. And again, so grateful and thankful to all of you uh, because, again, we're averaging 1,000 new followers a day. And it's just it's a blessing. It is a blessing. It's a testimony to the hard work Chris has put into this thing. Uh, and to what I do on the podcast side, and I'm just happy to do it. I love it. I love this stuff, and I love the fighters, and I love the fans. So, again, guys, from the bottom of my heart, treat each other with love and respect. It don't matter who you are. It don't matter where you're from. What matters is a smile, a handshake, and a conversation. Keep it simple. Don't look too deep into stuff. Just be good to one another. That's it. That's all I got tonight, guys. That's all I got. So thank you again. God bless you all. Uh, take care. Brush your hair.